0: Welcome to another edition of the Carboline Tech Service Podcast. I'm Jack Walker, and with me as always is the Director of Technical Service, and that's Mr. Paul Jamis. And Paul, we got a lot to get to in a very short period of time, so why don't you tell the folks how they can get a hold of us?
1: Yeah, you can reach both of us. We're on Twitter, Jack's at Jack underscore CTSP. I'm at Paul underscore CTSP. And you can hit us up on email here at Carbaline. It's technical service at Carbaline dot com.
0: What's the expression? Uh, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Is that? Yeah, that is an expression. I don't
1: know where you're going with it, but that is one.
0: Well, that is one. So um, it might be inappropriately used, but um... at least it's not beating a dead horse. <laughs> oh wait, it doesn't make that sound, right? No. We decided because it's already dead. That's right. It probably just like. <laughs> <laughs> probably more of a smacking sound yeah. anyway our boss mr Dwayne meyer who uh is really the executive producer of the Carboline tech service podcast
1: he has ultimate say
0: in what we're allowed to publish anyway he is running for the board of governors for sspc so we would not be doing our jobs if we did not give a special shout out we would like to encourage you all if you're an sspc member to give Dwayne Meyer a serious consideration and possibly your vote for the SSBC Board of Governors. That vote is currently going on, and you can find more information about it at SSBC.org. And it goes through the end of the month. Through the end of the month. All right. So on to this next guest. We have been slogging through the Corrosion 2019 and Codings Plus interviews, and we're bringing you another one today. And this one is strictly due to Paul and I being huge nerds. That's right. We were walking around the show floor before
1: Corrosion 2019 conference actually started. We got a little preview. We're walking around just to see, you know, what was of interest to us. And <laughs> both of us at the same time, it was the... Oh!
0: Yeah, we, we turned the corner and there it was. Like, it was almost like it was lit by itself. Yeah. Like, all other things in the world ceased to exist. They all went dark. They all went dark, and there it was just shining in this drone. So, and naturally, we have to stop and see what's going on here. We look at each other like, what? We, like, go over, and we meet our next guest, who is uh, Jenna Hazelrig, and we got to have a really good conversation with her about the drone, what they're doing, and it's good that we did that then. Because once the show floor was open, everybody loved that booth. That booth had a line the entire show. So when we
1: recorded this episode, we were actually getting the stink eye from the security guard the whole time because the show floor had already closed.
0: Yeah, she was so busy that every time we went over to try and uh, get her over to the Carboline booth to record this episode, we literally couldn't because she had a line of customers to deal with. So we grabbed her at the end of the day. We did this in the dark. With the side eye from the security guard the entire time, because he just wanted to go home. Right. We're, m- meanwhile, doing a guerrilla podcast, <laughs> you know, PAs playing to nobody, you know, 100,000 square foot show floor, empty, except for the three, of, three us of us in the dark recording this episode. So we really hope you like it. It's uh, Jenna Hazelrig from Headwall. You can find them at headwallphotonics.com. That's uh, head, H-E-A-D, w-a-l-l W A L L photonics p-h-o-t-o-n-i-c-s dot com. go check it out it's really cool but anyway here's our interview with jenna hazelrig from headwall where we constantly talk about this drone today on the lane tech service podcast we're lucky enough to be joined by jenna hazelrig and she is a regional sales engineer for headwall jenna welcome to the show
1: thank you very much all right so just a little background here jack and i've been walking around we're at nace corrosion 2019 we were walking around just looking to see what's interesting what do we think's coming around what's hot going on at the show
0: and man did we see a drone and we both immediately stopped what we were doing (laughs) right over to it (laughs) And that's where we met Jenna. So Jenna, tell us a little bit about Headwall and what you guys do.
2: Sure. So Headwall actually started quite a few years back as a gratings manufacturer. So it's an optical component that goes into all kinds of different spectral optical components, spectrographs. So what the grating does is it's a very high precision optical component that when light is directed onto the grating, it diffracts it into all the different wavelengths. So I kind of, the way I describe it to my six-year-old is we make rainbows. So you're taking a common broadband light source and you're distributing it into all those different spectral ranges, spectral bands. So what we've done is we've gone from just our components into these full sensors that we're able to integrate onto things like the drone that you saw. We're not just airborne and remote sensing, we also do lab-based type measurements. So what we make is called a hyperspectral sensor or a hyperspectral imager. So what we're measuring is the way light reflects off of a surface. So everything has what we call its own spectral signature. So any material, is going to reflect light differently. So when you take something like this sensor and mount it onto a drone and fly it over a certain area, one of our major application spaces is remote sensing. So you can fly it over a crop, you can determine what the um, crop health is, what, if there's any disease going on. But we've also had a lot of inquiries lately from infrastructure inspections, people looking to monitor corrosion, railroads, right-of-ways, So what we're here for is we've had a lot of inquiries, but it's not necessarily a solution that we've developed or a field that we've actually had experience in quite yet. So we're here learning from people that are doing this in the field saying, you know, what can we help you learn? So we know what our capabilities are. We know that we can measure different spectral signatures. So if something is changing over time, we can measure that.
0: That's pretty amazing. (laughs) We kind of do a little bit of the same thing in our own analytical lab. We do the infrared spectrometry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <of> the
1: day. <laughs> it is the end of and the day. We're all going to stumble and over it. And it was yeah. a
0: long night. And as soon as I saw your drone, I took a picture of it and sent it to the analytical chemist. And I yeah. was like, they do what you do, but in the air. <laughs> in the
2: air, yeah, yeah. So we do it in the lab as well. So what's nice about being able to take the sensor and move it from the lab to the air is you can do a lot of ground truthing ahead of time. So if you know that there's a certain signature, a certain specific type of corrosion that you're looking for, start in the lab, figure out what that signature is, deploy it on your drone, and you can confirm what it is you are or sometimes are not
1: looking for. One of the things as as you were talking that was jumping into my head was like, holy cow, we are like cutting edge, bringing cutting edge information because... Like you said, it's available, but mm-hmm. nobody knows quite yet where its use is going to be. And like you were just describing, if you can identify the signature, would this allow for something like you know expedited inspection of like say a pipeline through you know hundreds of miles of cornfields and crops? Right. You can.
2: In th- in theory, yes. It, so what we deal with a lot is customers will come to us and say, "Can you do this?" And the answer is, possibly, because. Like I said, everything has its own spectral signature. It's just finding where that signature is. What's nice about hyperspectral signature is instead of working with like an RGB camera where you're only looking at three bands, say our visible near-infrared camera, which goes from 400 to 1,000 nanometers, you're looking at close to 300 spectral bands. So there's tons of information that allow you to classify things differently.
1: Yeah, so one of the things I thought was neat was the image that you had of the two washers. Mm -hmm. That, you know, when you look at them on the bench... They looked the same, right? and the imaging that you had had very different signatures for those two based on essentially non-visible changes that were there.
2: Right, so what those extra spectral bands give you is information that's not visible to the human eye or say an RGB camera. So what we did is we had two washers, one which was a control, the other one which had been exposed to the elements. So corrosion starts to set into these metals as they were exposed to the elements. And we took a spectral image, and when we identified those different spectral signatures and classified them, it identified them as two different materials, saying, hey, something's happening to one of these. So to the human eye, you say, hey, you know, tell me what's the difference between these two samples. To the human eye, you have no idea, you can't see, they just look like two washers to me. But when you look at it spectrally at a higher resolution, okay, there is something happening to one of these materials.
0: All right, it's that time again. It's everybody's favorite part of the Carbolane Tech Service Podcast, or I will say of life. It's bill paying time. Every Everybody likes paying bills, right? Well, you know, something like that. Yeah. They like having them paid. Lots of money, no money. Anyway, so every month we bring you a commercial where we talk about one of the carboline products and this month is a brand new product from carboline that we're both very excited about it's the plasite 4550 ht the
1: 4550 ht is a 98 percent solids Novalac epoxy one of the great things that we have done with this product
0: we left the blush out this is a plurally applied Novalac that truly like The application properties are amazing and it cures down to 20F. Another great feature of this product is it has extremely high temperature resistance. Now that's dry temperature resistance, it's resistant up to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. And
1: just in our application work
0: as we were doing it, this product sprays like a dream. It really does. If you have been having challenges with the high solids Novalac, we highly encourage you to check out the brand new Placite 4550HT.
1: If you want to see more about it, you need to come and check us out at the American Institute for Architects in Las Vegas. That's on June 6th through the 8th and we are going to be in booth 8631.
0: Once again, that's the Royal. We as Paul and I will and we be We will here, not be there in St. Louis. But to any of the, you know, the decision makers out there that might hear this. I like Las Vegas. Yeah. Now, probably the
1: most important thing of this commercial break. We need to remind everybody SSPC is having an election for the Board of Governors. Our boss, the one and only, Mr. Dwayne Meyer, is running for that position. If you are a member of SSPC and able to cast a vote, we would all appreciate it if you could cast that vote for Dwayne.
0: Dwayne Meyer, looking out for us, looking out for you. SSPC Board of Governors, 2019. (laughs) One of the things that I think we discussed yesterday as well is that you guys also can use this not j- uh, for color analysis as well.
2: Yes. Yeah, so that was that was really one of our first applications was color measurement. If you go to, you know, any of the major paint companies, any of the big, you know, your Home Depots, those big companies, they have those color measurement paint matching equipment. Mm-hmm. So we each, do it too. Yep, yep, so in each one of those color matching equipments is one of our diffraction gratings because we're able to precisely differentiate between colors. Um, Branding is a major one, so major companies that have a specific color that's identified to their brand in their marketing, it's important to them to make sure that that color is consistent in all of their marketing. So that's another application that you would see for color measurement. I guess, you know, when you talk about cutting-edge technology. Um, The other thing that we're really specializing in is integrating multiple sensors to the same payload. So we are a hyperspectral company, but we also specialize in integrating multiple sensors. So you could have a hyperspectral camera along with a LiDAR sensor. So what we're able to do is collect LiDAR and hyperspectral simultaneously. So we're creating our own elevation maps and different models. So we're getting really high accurate. Anyone that's doing GIS mapping or surveying, you're able to create a elevation map that's much more accurate than something you would download off the internet. So you can then fuse that data, the 3D point cloud, so you're gonna get a 3D image of whatever it is that you're flying over and fusing that hyperspectral information. So you're getting both the elevation models, the 3D map along with the hyperspectral data fused in with it.
0: Well, I for one am very excited about the technology that you guys are bringing to the industry, and I really look forward to what comes in the next couple of years and how it evolves and develops. I want to say a something drone. really silly. Aren't I want to fly I a drone. I, I feel like Jenna's like, "Why did I come over here to talk <laughs> to these guys?" They're like, "Drone, drone, drone, drone." Hey, the, did you know they have a drone, Paul? I don't know if you knew that. So anyway, did you see it? That's what catches it everyone's was, attention today. Is that a drone? Yep. yep, and uh, it's a drone. And I. I said before we kind of kidnapped you to come over here and yeah. do the show real quick, I was like, you were the rock star of the show. Because every time we came over there to try and kidnap you previously, you had like a crowd of people at your booth. So yeah. I'm excited for you guys. Thank I'm you. excited to see what comes. And thank you very much for coming on the show. And
2: thank you guys very much. Thank you.
0: And so for the Carbilline Tech Service Podcast, I'm Paul. And I'm Jack. And we'd, we'd like, like to, to thank you, you for, for your, your support. Who put
1: the line?